Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Sumawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Jennifer Ryan at Blackline join us. Jennifer, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Absolutely. My name is Jennifer Ryan. I'm the Director of Global Sales Enablement here at Blackline. I uh, went the long way around to find my way to enablement. When I, I've been a solutions consultant, I've been a customer success manager, I've done uh, IT support, I've done customer training, I've done all of these things. And my senior VP of sales came up to me and he says, you keep circling the barrel but until you understand sales, you can't understand business. So you have two choices. You can go into sales enablement or you can go into sales. So I chose sales enablement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Now, you also describe yourself as someone who specializes in navigating fear and leaning into trying new things, as you just alluded to in your introduction there with all of the various experiences that you've had throughout your career journey. How have you applied this mindset now to your role in enablement? When we think about enablement, the whole goal, whether we're selling widgets or we're selling software, we are asking people to change. And when we ask others to change, that means that there's something in us that has to change. And as human beings, and we are emotionally driven uh, change is very, very difficult for us. And so it's always steeped in the fear of the unknown. And so I use this idea behind being experimental, being okay with trying something and failing because the magic is in the quote unquote failure, that this idea that failure is a negativity is horrible. It's where all of the magic comes from. Most of the magic, uh, think about science, how many things uh, were discovered by accident because someone just tried something and what was a failure for one thing became something else. So I apply this mindset to the folks in enablement that while you might be afraid to try something new, that while you might be resistant, there is absolutely no nothing that you should be afraid of and just trying. I love that mindset. Now, that all being said, the sales environment has undergone a lot of change in the last few years and and change can cause, you know, fear for some folks. What are some of the common challenges that can arise from giving into fear? What I see most often that comes out of that fear mindset, and if we, we even think about all of the information that's come out of Gartner and this idea behind buyer enablement, this idea that it's not so much about us as the salespeople, but more about what the buyer knows about themselves, there's a lot of fear of loss of control in the sales cycle. There's this idea that uh, historically we've gone in in discovery and we've peppered questions and now it's how do we coach a buyer into answering those questions for themselves that we lead them instead of tell them and that's scary because you don't know what's coming and you have to be agile and you have to use your active listening skills and so those are not muscles that we always flex some are very, very good at it, but others struggle and when we struggle and then there's the looming quota those are all very, very fear-inducing uh, instances in sales. 
I love that. What are some of your best practices to help sellers overcome fear, though, through enablement efforts? My favorite thing to use, uh, my favorite practice to alleviate fear is humor. When you're laughing, our bodies release serotonin, dopamine in our brains. It's almost like we're drug addicts, if you will. And I, I don't mean to use that term loosely, but we are subject to that release in our brains. And when we associate that with something new, something that we've learned, we have a Pavlovian response to learning. And so with laughter, you you release defenses. You get people to just relax. They lower their shoulders, their facial muscles release, and they're with you. And when people are, are with you and they feel like you are meeting them where they are, the fear goes away because you're not lording over them. So I use humor more than anything else uh, in enablement, and it has served me well uh, for the many years I've been doing it. I love that. And I think you're spot on. Humor does alleviate a lot of that held in tension. So <laughs> beyond that, the learning process can play a big role, I think, as well in helping sellers navigate fear, right? Because then it's it no longer is the unknown. It also helps to obviously build a lot of confidence amongst your, your sales teams. And I know one of your areas of expertise is in multimedia learning. How can a multimedia approach to learning help sellers develop confidence? I don't know if you've ever read the books by Don Norman. And if you haven't, do yourself a favor, they're phenomenal. But Don talks about how cognitive learning by itself, that people only absorb so much information. And so if we couple new learning with an emotional response, if we associate emotion with it, then not only are people viscerally responding to what's happening, but they're also engaging a part of their brain that creates a reflective approach in the future. So that means that they can recall that learning again in the future. So when you think about a multimedia learning, uh, I always lean into, and I'm, I'm going to age myself now, but when I was a kid, we had Schoolhouse Rock. And so at my age, I can still recite the preamble to the Declaration of Independence because I know it in a song. Or if you think about when someone tells you something new and then you also see a picture of it, these things combined create an environment for learning. We're engaging people at different places instead of just a singular point of bringing learning to new people in whatever form that takes. My other favorite is storytelling that if I tell you a silly story with a point that makes a correlation between something that you don't know, that correlation makes the learning that much easier. I love how you're able to draw that correlation for your learners. And we can double click into this a little bit. What are some of the key components of an effective multimedia learning experience? One of my favorite things to look at is called sensory motor synchronization. And there's been a lot of research done on it, but basically the research started in babies, that if we can do something that aligns with the beat of a baby's heart or the beat of the intake and outtake of their breath, then we align to the very basics of these babies as humans. It also works with uh, folks who are 
further in the ending stages of their life. So I spent the early part of my career uh, studying music therapy. So I used to work in an Alzheimer's unit. And that's where I started to align with that idea of the power of music, the power of the beat, and how we can reach people that the brain has literally made them unreachable for us. So some of the key components that I use is helping people align learning with that beat. Think about when you're looking at a, a PowerPoint and someone has multiple lines and if you put a little music behind it and it comes out synchronized to that beat, that effect draws people attention, people's attention and they're like, oh, I loved that part. Look at how that exactly went with that beat. Things like... Uh, one of the one of my favorite things to do in training is I'll put up a picture that elicits that awe factor, like a picture of a kitten, and I'll ask them, "How does this make you feel?" And people will respond, "Oh, it's just so sweet. Oh, look at that kitten. No, we can't have any more kittens." And then behind it, I'll play the Jaws theme, and now all of a sudden, this sweet little kitten's eyes look like it's coming for me. That idea that we can change the feeling, we can change the scenario of something by combining picture with stories and with music, we can control, sort of, how people come to the, the table and how they're going to ingest what we have to offer for them. That was quite the visualization, I have to say. <laughs> Last last question for you, Jennifer. What is one thing that you're planning to try in your enablement programs this year? And maybe what is one thing that you'd recommend our audience try in their programs that maybe they haven't tried before? So this year, uh, we are actually rolling out what we're calling Blackline TV. And what we found is that our learners were giving us a lot of feedback that, well, we get too much email. And our LMS sends out uh, email notifications. Our learning and uh, learning development team from HR, they send out emails. We send out email announcements. There's emails about new uh, meetings that are coming. And so that media of information is flooded. And so we had to find a different way to reach people in a way that they would, again, be open to learning something new. So Blackline TV gives us this idea around, think about the very best movie trailer you've ever seen and how as soon as it's done, you think, where's my $20? I can't wait to see that movie. So Blackline TV is snippets of different parts around the business. And we didn't just limit it to enablement functions, but we figured that this collaboration, this learning opportunity around the entire business would create not only collaboration between different teams, but it also reinforces that we are one company as a whole, not separate groups that happen to be part of the same quote unquote company family. So that's our big one this year is Blackline TV. But I would, I would really recommend finding something that is off the beaten path, something that people haven't seen before. And the beautiful part about this experimental mindset is that just try it. What's the worst that could happen? It falls apart. Okay, well, then you try something else. Try quick, fail quick, and iterate quick. I love that advice. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. I learned a lot. <laughs> Absolutely my pleasure. 
To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.